Hello, everyone. Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because... Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to the Deepened Roots podcast. My name is Kara Olker, certified health coach and founder of Deepened Roots Health Coaching. You can check out the services I offer on www. Deepenedroots.com. You can also find me on Facebook under Deepened Roots Health Coaching and an Instagram under Deepened Roots Health Coaching, all one word. Deepened Roots Podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business, specifically my one-on-one 90-day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, and intuition. Trusting your gut is not an option in my world. So let's get started. Welcome to episode nine. What's up, guys? Nine episodes. One more before I publish 10 episodes. 10. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's like getting super excited about your birthday the day before it happens. And we've all been there, done that, right? (laughs) I mean, at least me. Anyways, so today I want to talk to you about assessment versus judgment and how it can have an impact in all areas of your life. Your critical thinking capacity, your health, your career, your finances, how you choose to live your life, how you interact with people around you in real life and social media, the relationships you have with your friends, family, and significant other, and most importantly, your overall relationship with yourself. I'm sure I'm missing some other areas, but this is a good start. Regardless, finding a balance between assessment and judgment can be game-changing, especially if you know the difference. So what's the difference? Let's start with assessment. Assessment is looking at something, someone, or a situation, and you see it for what it is. You may even be able to to predict how something will play out. 
In business, when you assess risk, you lay out all the possible situations and weigh yourself or other businesses against it, like the stock market or a business's marketability. That's a more straightforward and easier way to internalize. So let's get into the messier areas of our lives. And assessing relationships, you lay out the facts of the relationship. It's the predictability of the interaction between you and the other person. It's the predictability and the nature of the person in question and the nature of yourself. If a person is verbally abusive and no matter the course of action still continues to be verbally abusive, you can assume that that person will continue to be verbally abusive. In assessing your health, you're you're assessing all the facts of your current state of health and the outcome of your health if you run it up against other treatment paths, such as you realize you have stomach issues when you eat dairy, meat, or soy. You assess these observations and therefore cut out these intolerances to enhance your life. In assessing yourself to yourself, you may say, you know, self, you really appeared and felt confident at that socially distant cookout last night. You are at ease. You met new people. You were able to try some new dishes you've never had before. Brian asked some uncomfortable questions about your ex last night, but you set boundaries and diffused the encounter. You are strong, smart, and you have a lot of people around you who support you as you support them. Make sure to drink a little bit more water, though, next time. You have um, Sheila Strong cocktails. (laughs) Right? So assessing what's around you in all areas of your life is like a mental scan. You're receiving information and finding a way to process it. It's not void of emotion, however. In fact, assessment sees emotion and processes it. Assessment takes you out of your head and heart and puts you right in your gut feeling or intuition. Judgment, on the other hand, inserts emotion and condemnation. Judgment is based on emotion evoked from experiences rather than processing these experiences or facts. There has to be a right or wrong in terms of judgment. In most cases, we all unconsciously try to be the hero of our own stories and outcomes. So the opposing person, thing, or situation will most likely end up being quote-unquote bad. That's why there is some truth to be said when people say what you see in others is what you also see in yourself. There is also that element of regaining some sort of power no matter how big or small. You feel a loss of control somehow, so you're inserting judgment to make up for it and get your power back. Um, So we're briefly going to take it a step further and say that the only difference between judgment and manipulation is that manipulation is acting on that power to get back control. Judgment is more or less a passive attempt or um, observation of feelings um, that have that personal element to feel that power again. Now let's get back to judgment. Think about it. You're on the road and the car in front of you is driving slow. You get angry, you get impatient. You say to yourself, slow driver, bad driver, get off the road. You're messing me up being able to get home so I can just relax 
after a rough day at the office. You think that person's wasting your time. Maybe in your life, you felt as though you've been put off and pushed around that your time wasn't valued. You're already at this, you're already over this job. Uh, you feel overworked. And the last mile before you get home, this guy decides to be in your way and cause you to get home one or two minutes later. Maybe you do manipulate the situation a bit by honking your horn, flipping him off, or driving up real close to his bumper to get him to speed up. That's you using your power to get get back your control of not being able to get home as soon as possible and decompress. If you were assessing this situation instead of judging, you'd see that you are approaching the slow car up ahead, slow down, see this baby on board sign hanging on his window, see that you both just passed the hospital and you think, huh, this person definitely has a baby. Maybe the baby was just born and they're leaving the hospital and he's just trying to drive safely home. Overcautiously driving safely home. <laughs> Maybe a first time parent, who knows, right? But, um, you know, that's, that's definitely an example of assessment. You're just assessing the situation. You're looking at it. Uh, you see the potential for judgment, but you just, you just see it for what it is. Anyways, another example of judgment is, and I'm seeing this run rampant. You're on Facebook seeing so many posts about wearing masks to combat COVID-19 And you're seeing a lot of posts about racial injustice. You read a comment that makes you seething with anger because you don't agree. You don't understand why people don't see what you see, think how you think. So you just judge them and deem them as, uh, you know, these people are incompetent and only caring about themselves or they're racist or they're too much of a snowflake or whatever you you think, right? Whatever your judgment is. We've all done this on some level though, right? I sure have. And when I take a moment to see why I'm so riled up, I realize that I myself have some more work to do on the topic at, at hand because true understanding comes from love. You can be an expert in a specific field and know your stuff. However, if it gets to you that much that someone else just doesn't understand, know that it's their choice to do the work or continue to be ignorant. You can pose questions for your own understanding regarding what the person's saying. You can also be honest and say, this comment has really made my stomach, my stomach sink. This is why. Which is part of assessment, by the way. But don't let that moment take you into judging that person as good or bad. You can always choose to see that person on your feed or you don't have to. Does this person add value to your life? No. Okay, great. You have the power to give this person access to your life or don't. The same goes for when you get on the scale after drinking and eating a bit more than usual over the weekend. You judge yourself for gaining weight instead of taking ownership. What the hell? Why can't I control myself? I'm so fat. I'll never be able to get my stomach flat and toned, and I'm always going to be alone. 
Assessing the situation, you see that you had a really hard week emotionally and work consumed most of your time. So the weekend came and you turned to food and alcohol instead of cooking healthy meals, engaging in hobbies and exercise. From that point of assessment, you can decide if you just want the weekends to blow off steam and not feel guilty about it, or if you want to instill some healthy habits every day, and maybe enjoy one glass of wine a day and a cheat meal once a week, or however you want to spread out your healthy habits and indulgences. Regardless, especially in terms of health, the key to a healthy relationship with yourself and how you live your life is to have um, a sense of balance of judgment and assessment. You're going to have moments of judgment. People and situations are going to trigger you emotionally. How are you going to assess those triggers and turn them into opportunities for learning and growth? It's not up to us to make others see what we want them to see, and it's not up to us to see anything or anyone as good or bad forever. Judging is normal. It's a part of human nature. We see things and and people as bad as part of survival. This person's bad because of this his Facebook page. I need to fight against it. This person is slow on the road and a danger to us all. I must let this person know he's in he's a danger. I ate an entire large pizza and three margaritas this weekend. I'm bad for doing this, so I'm going to punish myself. But if we can assess to see what we want to take away from each experience and inter- in interaction, we can grow from within, which is really the most important thing, right? We all are living our separate lives, and we can't be accountable for how everyone else lives theirs. But what if we can find peace within ours? What if we can say, whoa, yes, 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 yes. I sure seem to end up attracting narcissists to date (laughs) because I'm even more into the people-pleasing role more than ever. How has this transpired And what do I want to do about this? Or I sure go about my day thinking everyone from the person on the street to my toddler is wronging me. I want to explore this reoccurring theme in my thoughts and see where this originated from. Or I sure love to turn to excess food and alcohol when I'm down and then I don't make time for the things I actually love like exercise or just getting fresh air. What's really getting me down and how can I change this? Judgment without assessment can end up being the root of your own evil. However, assessing your judgment can be just the skill you need to take your life from a surviving state to a thriving state. So episode eight was published on Anchor last week, and it still hasn't posted to Spotify or anything other than Anchor, even this week. (laughs) So I'm still trying to figure that out. However, my podcasts are going to continue to release every week, and I'm going to continue to cover elements of my one-on-one and 90-day program that is founded on the concepts of acting out of fear versus abundance and what serves you. 
From time to time, I'll also cover what speaks to me and what's important in the moment. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about. What moves you? What speaks to you? What serves you? Also, don't be shy. Please visit me at www.deepenroots.com for more details on my health coaching business and the coaching services I offer. I'm also on Facebook under Deepened Roots Health Coaching and Deepened Roots Health Coaching, all one word on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me, guys, and I will see you next time. Bye.